My name is Hannah Forden. I'm the membership coordinator at Heritage Radio Network, but even before I joined the team, I loved listening to HRN during my subway commute. It made the time go quickly and left me feeling inspired for the day ahead. HRN listeners tune in from all over the world, but there are a few traits that we all have in common, no matter where we listen from. A curious palate, the fierceness to make a difference, and a hunger for lifelong learning about the culinary world. As you know, Heritage Radio Network is a listener-supported nonprofit. To deliver the most ambitious, entertaining, and of-the-moment stories in 2018, we need your help. We need to raise $150,000 by December 31st to accomplish these goals and to keep your favorite shows on the air. Together, we can make this HRN's most exciting, impactful, and delicious year yet. Become a member by donating today. Join us at heritageradionetwork.org donate, and you'll immediately start enjoying benefits such as VIP invitations to HRN events, where you will mix and mingle with your favorite hosts. Memberships also make a perfect holiday gift for all the foodies in your life. This year, why not give the gift of food radio? You'll hear your generosity in action for the year to come. Help keep our lights on and our mics hot by pledging your support today at heritageradionetwork.org slash donate. Thanks for listening. Can you dig it? Woo! That's right. Arts and Seizures back. Mike Edison here. And yo, I'm doing a solo today. Pizza Rumba out on the road with the flesh tone spreading the good word. That troubled troubadour traveling across the world. I think he's in Italy, but I know he's rocked over France. He's seen underpants. And then he's going to visit his uh, son, who's now uh, matriculating at the London School of Economics, the same place where Mick Jagger learned how to play the harmonica. So, uh, Pete, I'm thinking about you. <laughs> And uh, slightly worried that your kid's going to come out sounding like Slim Harpo and uh, not running the big desk down on Wall Street. Nonetheless, we're here and we got a crazy show. It's Sunday, and you know, on Sundays, I always feel I always feel like a little church is never a bad thing. How do you feel about that, Vitor? Can you get with the church vibe there? All right, uh, it sounds more like a Super Bowl party, but um, now. I'm a nice Jewish boy. I, uh, I like the candles on Friday nights. Occasionally, when I remember to, I think it's a nice time to remember to unplug your cell phone, unplug from the world, and uh, get a little peace and not be plugged in all the time. And uh, all right, we're Sunday. The Lord took a rest on Sunday. I do not. Um, but I want to get started right in church. We're going back, setting the way back machine. There you go. Everybody feeling it now? We're going to get get right with God here on Arts and Seizures today, but I promise you we're starting out with far more seizures than arts uh, here right now than to bring in the Word of God. This is a classic 
anti-rock and roll sermon direct from Memphis. This is Reverend Elder Beck, and check this out because this guy, this guy, this guy, hold your applause, hold your applause. This guy hates rock and roll. I mean, he hates, hates it, right? He's going to be rolling into the police station, <laughs> rolling into the paddy wagon because this is what happens when you dig rock and roll, okay? But when he's done preaching, it sounds a motherfucking lot like uh, Ike Turner's band have just shown up and started blasting. Anyway, this is a classic. This is the rock and roll sermon from Reverend Elder Charles Beck. You're listening to Arts and Seizures and a very special show today. We got the go-go gospel. We're going to bust it up and get right with God. Here we go. Subject, rock and roll. Can I get an amen? Rock and roll has just about brought about the disintegration of our civilization. It has taken a great moral effect upon the youth of our land. Amen. The filth, the dirty song that's playing on some of our radios. On our radio? It has debauched the minds of the young people. Minds of the young people. Some of the records are so suggestive. Until even the disjockers won't even play. Can you say amen? Amen. Cats just getting started. In the days of Daniel, Tommy had a rock and roll party. In the lion's den. Tell me they invited the three Hebrew boys to the rock and roll party. Tell me that somebody among the boys said, We're not going to bow down to the king. We're not going to eat the king's meat. Rock and roll! 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 R
Zero. Okay, here we go. change, man. I feel, I, I hear that. I hear that and I want to start a revolution. Whoa, that shit is crazy. I'll tell you what, it is so nuts and you hear these guys saying this stuff and then bam, like I said, it sounds like Ike Turner and his band coming in, peeling off those licks. It's some uh, nutty shit. Dude, speaking of Ike Turner, you know, the, Our father, what, what? what? Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> And then Peter is a little Catholic for uh, for what's what's happening here. I want you to stick to the Baptist Church today because that's where rock and roll began. We were talking about Ike Turner for a second, the legendary wife beater Ike Turner. And it, it, you know we, we're living in troubled times, friends. We're living in troubled times. Uh, and the question is how to separate the artist from the art. Do I really have to throw out all my Ike Turner records, all my Ike and Tina records? Uh, I went to see Chris Rock last night, and he was great, and he started off his show by saying he's afraid to fist bump anybody, any, any women, because he thinks it might be, be inappropriate. We are living in troubled times. I was reading a story about the conductor at the Met, the Metropolitan Opera, James Levine, James Levine, who has been accused of being improper with young boys. And... Uh, be that as it may, it's the Times classical writer, Anthony Tomasini, that really, really troubled me. Um, he wrote a story wondering if it was okay to keep his James Levine records on display, you know, in his living room, these lavish box sets in um, what must be a fabulous New York Times operator's, uh, opera writer's living room. And, you know, at the end of this, this pretty anodyne kind of like, like, like virtue signaling, anodyne kind of bullshit New York Times article, he decides, well, I'm going to keep the records because I like them, but I'm not going to put them in my living room. And uh, it makes me wonder, what's he going to do with his Wagner records? Waiting to hear the answer to that. All right, let's keep the spirit moving. I got some good old Sunday fashion morning gospel here. And I want to tell you, I found this one when I first started getting into this shape on a, on a record called Glad I Found the Lord, Chicago Gospel, 1937, 1957. And it was hard to find this stuff back in the day. You really had to scour some, some record stores to, to, to find this stuff. And this is weird. The cover's got three washing machines on the cover, and they're filled with dirt. Uh, literally, these, these top-loading washing machines filled with dirt, and there are these giant plywood crucifixes stuck into the dirt, and the washing machines say, uh, read the Bible, and Jesus loves you, and behind them, there's a giant sellout sign that says, repent. And I gotta say, it scared the shit out of me when I saw this. You know, this was, I was getting into some new new territory. It wasn't, uh, wasn't what I was used for. What, my mother would have had a heart attack if she saw this. Worse than any uh, punk rock <laughs> records that I ever brought home. I mean, this was, this was weird. It's not only mysterious, but it's 
seemed to be the kind of kind of thing I shouldn't even be allowed to know that it existed. I mean, that's that's the kind of power this stuff had over me. Um, anyway, you be the judge. We're going to listen to Tone the Bell by the Golden Gospel Singers. We're going back to Chicago, and this is 1936. Let's see. Can you dig it? Here we go. Crazy, crazy. Had you dig it. Whew, man, when I heard, I heard that, it just bent my head all the way around. But you could tell, friends, that these gospel songs are songs of freedom, they're songs of protest, and exactly right for the times in which we live. We're gonna, uh, we're gonna shake the rafters here a little bit. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna find, uh, here it is. I wanna ride that glory train, the Abyssinian Baptist Choir. Let's just let it rock and roll. I'll talk to you in a second. Here on Arts and Seizures.
can you dig it? Vitor, I gotta tell you, I'm having fun. This, this uh, jockeying of, of, of discs, this playing of records and the speaking in between. I'm telling you, I think, I think there's a future, a future in it. It's, it's, a good, it's a good format here on Arts and Seizures. Once again, Mike Edison, Pizza Rumba's out on the road. All right. I want to talk about some uh, some women. I want to talk about some fine women who do play some great gospel music. They're friends of ours. Maybe you know of them. If you listen to the show, certainly you do. Mr. Airplane Man. That's Margaret and Tara, and they play rock and roll and gospel and pop, and they're doing it right now, going from town to town, bringing the message. They're coming to New York uh, the night before New Year's Eve. That's December 30th. They're coming to Hank's Tavern uh, in Brooklyn over on 3rd Avenue and Atlantic, and uh, you got to get, get with it. Get with them. I thought we'd play a little Mr. Airplane Man, I'm gonna. I might show up with my uh, crazy making device and cast a spell on you. Um, here's a song that made them famous. Something by uh, Reverend Fr uh, Fred McDowell. If you can dig it, we're gonna play a little Mr. Airplane Man, and I hope to see you at the show on the night before New Year's Eve. A bunch better night to go out. I swear you'll never catch me out on New Year's Eve. No way. No way. Bad things happen on that night. Good things happen on the night before. Namely, Mr. Airplane Man. Here they go. and seizures can you dig it yeah once again mike edison your daddy on the radio and i can't tell you how much fun i am having just playing some of my favorite records it's whoo i feel i feel born again can you dig it you know i was talking to uh my friend tara from mr airplane 
man, and we're talking about protest songs. You know, a lot of these religious songs, they really are protest songs. It's why the civil rights are adopted so much gospel and civil rights music, We Shall Overcome, and songs like Joshua at the Battle of Jericho, and things that uh, Odetta was singing, and and the Weavers, and of course, Bob Dylan, everything was about the Bible, everything was, you know, everything had this great, great, great portent, and it's hard, hard as fuck to write a protest song, because if you're too earnest, you, you just, you just sound <laughs> stupid. Um, too many anti-war songs just, just say what they mean, and they don't really know how to couch it in poetry. Bob Dylan, obviously, the master of all that, and and by the way, if you haven't heard his gospel stuff, that new box set that came out, I mean, it's he's singing. I mean, he was singing better than ever. I mean, it's forceful, it's powerful. It was very in the moment, and I can highly recommend y'all get on the slow train. But what me and Pat Tara were talking about is writing protest songs and modern protest songs because it's been years since anybody's written anything or ever since anybody's written a hard, uh, hard rain's gonna fall or you know anything near to that power. But for a while there in the 80s, I think we were all on board. A lot of the hardcore bands and thrash bands, we all felt we were part of a protest movement. And it, it's scary, you know, in the 80s under Reagan, uh, we were all feeling institutionalized racism. Uh, we're feeling institutional inequality. I felt like the government hated me and all my gay friends, all my friends with purple hair, all my friends who were women. Basically, anybody who was an artist, anybody who was different or diverged, we're all fucking deviants. And um, and that sort of started its own kind of protest movement. So I'm gonna make a little bit of a leap here from the go-go gospel right onto the punk rock. These are my friends, Reagan Youth. I hate hate. down here from New York and from Florida to, to find out my reasons on rock and roll music and why I preach against it. And I believe with all of my heart that it is a contributing factor to our juvenile delinquency of today. I 100% believe it. 
Why I believe that is because I know how it feels when you sing it. Yeah, and why is I that, motherfucker? I know what it does to you. He feels and it. I, I know, he knows it. Uh, He's been involved. I'm telling you. That you feel when you sing he, it. he is compliant. There has I been collusion. The, the, That's the, what the you can always position expect. position that you get into in the beat. The beat. Well, uh, if you talk to the average teenager of today and you ask them what it is about rock and roll music that they like, and they'll, the first thing they'll say is the beat, and the beat, the beat. goddamn straight. That's right. It's the beat. You can't beat that beat. That's the shit that makes you want to tear down buildings. That's the start. The, that's the part that makes you want to start the revolution. Well, it's been arts and seizures, and I want to share a little bit, a little bit of outrage, a little, a little bit of righteous indignation with you all, a little bit of rock and roll, and what I've been listening to, a couple of my favorite records, and a holy new kind of crazy thing, playing records and arts and seizures. It's... Uh, so crazy, it just might work. As always, it's been the fastest half hour on the radio. I want to thank Vidori once again. This is our last show of uh, 2017. I was going to say 5778. I want to wish everybody a happy Hanukkah, ha Merry Christmas, whatever it is you celebrate, whatever gets you through the night, that's all right with me. All right, it's Mike Edison. I thought we'd go out with one more big gospel song. Go, go, gospel, one of my own. Well, a borrowed theme. It's called What's the Matter Now? We'll see you in uh, 2017. Please don't forget to sing, dance, shout, celebrate, and protest. We'll see you soon on Arts and Seizures. Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. 
Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.